Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Yeah, I love Fridays. So today's going to be a little bit of a tougher topic to start with. Um, last night, I found out that I lost someone very special to me. Um, she is not technically my aunt, although I've claimed her as my aunt. She is the aunt of my brother-in-law. Um, but I found out last night that she passed away unexpectedly. And I'm still processing the loss. Um, and it takes me back too, to when I lost my dad about 13 years ago. Um, it was also unexpected. It was the day after Thanksgiving. And I talked to him on Thanksgiving and had a great conversation with him. So when my sister called me the next morning and told me he was gone, I just remember just throwing myself on the ground and just weeping uncontrollably. It is the hardest and the most I've ever cried in my entire life before or since. And the pain of losing somebody it's, it's huge because you just, you can't even fathom what life is going to be like without that person. The one thing that brought me peace with my dad was that I had just talked to him. His voice was still ringing in my ears. And the last thing I had said to him and the last thing he had said to me was, I love you. And ever since then, I have lived with this mindset and in this philosophy. And it, it may sound a bit morbid, but it's been very powerful for me. Is to always leave someone, even if it's for five minutes to go downstairs, or maybe not five minutes, that's a bit exaggerated, but if I'm leaving to go to work or going to the grocery store or going up to bed, to always leave that person, letting them know that I love them or I care for them, or at the very least to leave on a positive note. And in my mind, it, it doesn't feel morbid in my mind, but in my mind, I'm thinking, if this is the last thing they hear from me, Am I going to be okay with that? Am I going to be at peace with that? And this is particularly true with my daughter. I will not leave my daughter and even at night will not go to bed without making sure all is good. We're at peace and she knows that I love her because if something happened, and that was the last thing that she heard from me. 
Would I be okay with that? And I think it's really important to talk about this because we get so focused and, and caught up in the whirlwinds of life. And life moves fast. There's so much going on. Even now, when we're stuck at home, I still talk to people that are, we're moving fast. And we just, we lose focus of our relationship and ships and what's important. And one of the things that I see us getting really, really caught up in is making sure that we prepare our kids, our teens for the future. We want to set them up for success. We want to make sure they get the best grades to get into the right schools, to get the right jobs so they can have a successful life. And we get very obsessed with their grades, with their trophies, with their success, with making sure that they're getting the best training and learning the most that they can learn. And we will get into fights with them because we are not happy with their grades. Their grades aren't good enough, or we don't think they're putting in enough effort, or we want them to push themselves so that they can achieve that next level. And we'll jump in to make sure that they don't make any mistakes that can jeopardize their future. We want the best for them. But I think we're missing the big picture when we do that. I recently listened to the TED Talk by Julie, I'm going to read her name because I'll get it wrong, Julie Lythcott Hames, who is a writer and a speaker, and she was talking about parenting. And if you get a chance, I highly recommend you go and listen to her TED Talk. That's Julie Lythcott Hames, H-A-I-M-S. Truly inspiring. And I'm going to take a few pieces of what she talked about because it's relevant to what I want to convey, and she said it so eloquently. But she likened taking care of our teens like taking care of bonsai trees. We're constantly pruning them and trimming them and watering them and covering and caring for them to make sure they turn into the perfect human being. And we don't want to risk any random growth here or, you know, rotting over here. And so we jump in to make sure that they stay on track. But what happens when we do that is we start giving them the message that their self-worth is strictly based off of their accomplishments. And we are so focused and we, we need them to accomplish this so much for their good. And possibly, I'm going to throw this out there for our ego, mm, yeah, that we are willing to let them sacrifice and let ourselves sacrifice things like dinner time with the family, sleep, which is critical, their own self-esteem and their own interests and loves, downtime, even chores will allow them to get away with not doing chores because they're so focused on this one piece. 
And when we do that, and when we get caught up in that, it's so easy for us to get hung up in all these arguments and all these fighting, because we will do whatever it takes to keep them and check off the things that they need to do to be successful. One of the, one of the studies that um, Julie references, and I'm going to reference right now as well, is the Harvard Grant study. And this is one of the longest, if not the longest longitudinal studies on human beings. And two of the things they found was that actually chores were a bigger predictor of professional success than grades and getting into the right school because chores are teaching them how to chip in, teaching them to think ahead and go, how can I be helpful? What can I do to be of service to other people? Or how can I buckle up and, and support everyone? How can, how can I help out? And that is the mindset that we want our kids to go into the world with, not what do I need to check off to do? The other big thing that this st study found was that the true predictor of life happiness was love, not success, love. And to feel truly loved, to be loved, we need to love ourselves first. And that as a parent is what we are trying to teach our kids is how to feel loved and worthy just as they are. No exceptions. It's hard to love unconditionally. We believe we're doing it, but the message we're sending our kids is not that. It is, I love you if you get straight A's. I love you if you become the champion, if you win the next game. I love you if you are succeeding, if you are accomplishing, if you are making your resume look impressive so that you can get into the right school, because I will love you if you get into the right school. That's not what we're thinking. That's what they're hearing. And if they don't achieve those things that they think we they need to do for us to love them, then they don't think that we're going to love them, which is back to what I talked about yesterday with lying. They'll cover that up because they want you to love them and they don't want to show any weaknesses. So going back to what I started with, when our kids come into the room, when we first see them in the morning, when we first see them when we come back when they come home from school or we come back from work, what do we do? Are we pouncing on them because we want to talk about how did you do on that math test? Or I just got your grade report today and I see that you didn't turn in all your homework. Why didn't you turn in all your homework? Or, oh my gosh, we've got to, we've got to run to this next, this next class or this next session or this next training and you just pounce and go. Or do you stop and go, how are you? And does your face light up? And does it show the joy of seeing your child? Do they see how much you're so thrilled to see them? Do you ask them, how was your day? And no matter what they say, and they don't, maybe they don't cover the math test. Maybe they cover a conversation they had with their friend. 
That's what's important to them. That's what is important to you. You're going to put down your phone and say, tell me about that conversation. Why was that so great? I want to know. The math test is a math test. It's not the end of the world. And when they leave, when they go upstairs to do their homework, what is the last thing you say to them when they go upstairs? Is it don't forget that you need to get this done or don't forget to get this chore done or don't forget to do this? Or is it, I love you. I'm proud of you. I know you're going to work hard and that is amazing how you do that. Because what if the lat when they go upstairs, what if that is the last time they see you? Are you going to be at peace with the last thing you just said to them? So my challenge for you today and this weekend is to be mindful of your interactions with your teens and be mindful of what message you're sending them. Is it obvious that you love them unconditionally? I'm not questioning that you do. I know you do. But is it obvious to them? And are you being kind in your words to your kids? Are you making sure that the last thing you say to your kids is kind? So that, I'm going to leave you with that for the weekend. Sorry to start off a little morbid, but I think it's really important for us to really think about how our interactions are impacting other people moment to moment. We don't always have the chance to make up for it. So we want to make sure that we make up, we don't have to make up for it. If this was helpful to you in any way, I appreciate your likes. I need to know I'm loved too. <laughs> I appreciate your likes and your shares. And I will be back on Monday at 9.30 with my next message. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And I appreciate you. And that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.